listening to the What Up Joe podcast. I am your host, Rashad Nasir, here with some of my um, cool and lovely friends here today for the first episode of this new season of the What Up Joe podcast. To my left, we got the homie Danny 12 Tree. What's popping, yeah, my G? Yeah, yeah. What's the what's, word? What's goody, my dude? Man. My nigga. You ain't gonna keep coming around here and not have no trees, my nigga. You got twelve you know, trees. Where are they? I have them have in to, the vehicular. You have to start yeah, yeah. taking down some of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I be chopping down trees. I'ma bring them. Yeah. That's that'll be my niche now. From now on, I'm coming with trees. Gotta have trees. the trees. Twelve Cause trees. Cause I come with, you know, when I do projects, it's twelve songs. For sure. Now I need to have twelve trees. Word. And I word. can hand them out to the first twelve people. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, that's that'll be a thing. You, you got, just came you got out, so you just found something. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad I'm you gonna, said that. I'm gonna I'm gonna shout you out. I need that credit. Yeah. For sure. For sure. We got my homie Deontay Blood Money. What's popping, my Here. G? We gonna was cracking, <laughs> my G. We're gonna highlight you on the next joint. Okay. And we have our very, very, very special guest. Um if I were to really big her up, I'd have to have just like a sheet of paper because she mm. is just so active in these streets. And fuck, fuck these streets. She's global. <laughs> She's really a we're global alive. star right now. Um, just to get right into it, we have the homegirl Alexis Brown. Hey, guys. From causing yeah. a stir. Can I add that along from yeah. causing yeah. a stir? Yeah. Causing a stir. Oh. She be causing a stir. Hey, <laughs> feel that. What's poppin', my love? How you doing? I'm good. good. I'm happy to be here. Happy to have you here. I feel like I've, I've legit, fuck, I feel like I've legit been stalking her for probably about a whole year <laughs> whole stalk, oh. just to get her yeah. up here. And it's a good stalk. No, it's been a whole year, solid. It has. That was a, that was You know, she's been busy in the world, and then one day she <laughs> hit me up like, I forget the exact message. She was like, I'll, I'll be um, in such and such weeks or whatever. I'll be ready to do your podcast. I was like, yes. I'm booked and busy, but uh, <laughs> I think I can pencil you in. Oh, right, right. right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I told you I was going to do it. No, for sure. You kept your word. Kept you kept word. your word. It's born. That's what's important. Yeah. So what's going on with you? What's what's the latest? We definitely have a lot to um, Ooh, unpack. Just striving and thriving. Yeah. Just striving and thriving. I feel that. No, but um, <clears throat> there has been a lot going on in this last, this whole year has been, like, crazy. Yeah, you've had a yeah, definitely a crazy a 2019, mm. for sure. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, I mean, I, I don't even think of it as a high, well, it's a highlight. It's, de- it's definitely going to be something I never forget. I'm I feel like a lot of growing from an outside yeah, looking at. Yeah, it's been a lot of growth, a lot of developing. I think that, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's been a lot going so, on. Recently had a birthday, so definitely yes, happy belated to you. Yes, I 30. I'm in a 30 club. Nice, oh, nice. Yeah, there you go. And I think that every year leading up to my birthday, I'm going to take a solo trip. I feel that. Where, I, where did you go this time? So I took a solo trip to um, Tulum, Mexico. Okay. And, you know, at first, I wanted to be around friends and family, mm-hmm. and I was like, they better plan something. It's my 30th. And then I thought about it a little bit more. I was like, no, I need to do what I want to do for myself and not worry about including mm-hmm. other people in that and see how I feel just right. doing what mm-hmm. I want. said I wanted to do. For sure. And I wanted to go to Tulum. I wanted to explore the, you know, like be closer to like the – the like you know raw like right. nature yeah. and you know check Did it you out. You see any caves? Did you <clears> hit the caves? 
So, so I did not go see any caves. Mm. There were like kind of some okay. like in the area where I was, but I got a bad leg. Uh, so, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, my foot ain't change. all the way together and I can't Facts. do you know, Sorry. hiking and mm-hmm. like adventuring when you ain't at a hundred. Word, word. You, <laughs> so, you don't be worried um, traveling by yourself like that? That was my first time. Your first like, time, kind of okay. do it. Not for work. Like, you know, where you got somewhere to be and like people get like, hey, hey, Shadi right. ain't show up. Uh, well, you good? <laughs> right. You know, so um, this was my first time. I wasn't nervous. I wasn't scared just because I like, like, you know, I didn't put my, my I didn't put my mind in that. In that Fox, space, in to, that even, space yeah, yeah. to even receive that kind of It was just like, nah, we're going to be good. <laughs> ain't, ain't nothing finna happen wrong. Right, right. We good. Um, And then I, like, was very calculated, like, with what I was doing. Yeah. Like, the first, like, couple days, I deliberately went to the resort, and I was like, all right, I went to, like, this little honeymoony, like, romantic space, <laughs> and I'm like, and nobody going to be paying me no attention, so I'm, like, straight. Like, they with they, they with they thing. Like, I don't have to worry about nobody. You never coming. know. Nowadays, it's different. You no, might, no, no, you they might not get that couple vibe. Right, like, they be yeah. trying to recruit like, lately, like, bro. Like, they my, could be. Right. They my, could. my husband has been watching you. Oh, hey, hey, I went through that, too. Exactly. I went exactly. through that, too, and I was like, don't make eye contact with nobody, <laughs> not even the people who work here. That's like, wild. get their ass up. Right. I'm good, thank you. <laughs> right because I don't even want, like, I want people to be like, oh, no, she's zoned. She, she's in mm-hmm. her own right. zone right yeah. now. Like, I wanted people to know that. So I just minded my business. Sure. Sure. I did, like, yoga and Pilates during the day. And, you know, everything inclusive. So, like, you go to, like, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I planned that out, planned my mm-hmm. day around that. Mm-hmm. It was very relaxing. I was like, who? I'm just floating, floating, I'm floating. Yeah, that's what's popping. Yeah, I, re- I, re- I read a whole book. I read two books, actually, while I was out there. Wow. That was, like, on my list of things to do was to read a book. How long were you book. out there? From Sunday... From like Sunday to Saturday morning. So oh, like a week, maybe nice. like a little, yeah, so about a week. week. So yeah, so I was at the resort yeah, from months. Sunday to Wednesday. Checked right. out, got a cab to the other place. Now the yeah. other place, it's popping. Yeah. <laughs> it was Pablo Escobar's old mansion, and oh, it turned shit. it into a resort. I've heard about that joint. Yeah, Casamar. Okay, yeah. Racket. Okay. <laughs> I, have to put that I was there on by the myself list. and I was like feeling like really like real real pristine in there. Like, mm. <laughs> like I feel like I'm supposed to be here. Yes. Like it was very <laughs> nice. Very it was a great trip as as crazy. you can see. Very, very trip. narco of you. Very right? narcos. Yeah. <laughs> I was like running that like, yeah, if I was a, like a <clears throat> if I was a boss boss. Let the record show. Mans mm-hmm. was a boss. Yeah. For sure. I want to be boss like I want to be up in there like that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take that. Big like, facts. Like a couple feet from the beach. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Slide the dough and I'm out in the sand. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. So you just made 30. What's, what's your sign? I'm a Leo. P- yeah, Leo. Leo mm-hmm. gang. I had yeah. a lot to say about Leos that I won't say on this podcast. <laughs> Why not? So say I'll, it. I'll, I'll say you better say it. Speak your piece, kid. My two, my two former creators of this show were both Leo so oh yeah. well I mean you gotta be, get you gotta be with a very mature Leo because sure, what could definitely. be um you know very creative artistic and everything could be very egotistical too for sure so and it, and it stems like we got it we're ve- we're crybabies too like we're very sensitive oh yeah but we like put on a shit yeah I know like, right. you know, okay, yeah. right. big roar small bite in some cases, <laughs> in some cases, because we still learn, we'll definitely buy, buy the hole in your ass. Like, that definitely could happen. 
but it's definitely stemming from um, a feeling and an emotion <laughs> like, right. did this right. motherfucker just call on? You know, you get, now you got to turn up. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> Leos are very um, complex individuals, mm. and you have to be willing to want. Yes, that's to, for sure. Yeah, that word yeah you got to want to put in that energy. My oh. encounters with Leos have all been, um, well, I guess what I've taken away from them is that majority of them are centered. Like really centered people, like with themselves, be. really comfortable yeah. with themselves and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, and you know they just know what they want. You know, Cent- what I'm saying? so I could. I agree, but I would say centered as in that's what they value. Okay. But mm-hmm. I find a lot that I've come across haven't. They're still striving for that. I know we yeah. all in oh, some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, you know. that's, 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 yeah. that's like the ultimate work in progress. Mm-hmm. Like it's right. like working on yourself. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Well, I mean. For everybody, for everybody. Not yeah, for yeah. everybody, but like for us, it'd be a real hard struggle mm-hmm. because it's very, <laughs> again, centered in. You got to know what you centered yeah, in. For sure. Because if you don't know what you centered in and what the purpose is, then you could go awry and, yeah. and, and be in disarray. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt wow. that. I wasn't going to be that. I wasn't gonna, I've been trying to work on that since 25. So I, this is my fifth year, and it's like, oh, well, look at what you just did over this <laughs> past time. Right. Look at you progressing. What have you learned? What did you learn? What are right. you going to do now? I feel that's that. Where I'm, at. I'm, I'm a Gemini, crazy. so all I know is chaos. <gasps> yeah, y'all crazy. Yeah. Y'all crazy. Y'all, I'm one of those people. Yeah. yeah y'all, y'all, a, y'all, uh, y'all going through a, like a, a special situation right now. Right now? Yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, Interesting. Oh, yeah. That's very telling that oh, you know yeah. that. I, ha- I mean, I have a lot of Gemini mm. friends. Oh, like all my best friends are Gemini. Interesting. Okay. Cool. Yeah, like the closest people to me. Oh, okay. So I'd be like. It's going to be a great relationship going the forward. Tea. Yeah. <laughs> no, Spill they the just, tea. right now, they're very much in limbo. Like they've gone through some things. They come out of those things, but now they're going into a different phase. It's mm. very transitional for yeah. you all right now. There's a lot of um, abundance yeah. that is around mm-hmm. the corner. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah, you just got to make sure you go on the right, you, you transition the right way. For sure. Or yeah. whatever it is for you. Yeah. Well, I'm going to save my special sister. Don't be asking no questions, <laughs> my nephew. Hey, hold on long time, though, because <laughs> you said you were going to go break it up. But we're, since we talked about all these Zodiacs and I'm here, you got to yep. tell me about the Leo. Yep. What about her? What you, you what, said what? you was going to save it, but you got to nah, tell I'm gonna me No, I'm going to save it. No, I'm going to save it. We, we got we to gotta interview the You a Leo, too? No, I'm a Libra. Oh, you're Libra. Trash. Libra. (laughs) Gang and gang. We're probably the most creative out of all the Zodiac songs. No cap. I could almost I could almost agree to because most because most of my creative friends are Leos. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I feel that. Leos. I mean, I'm sorry. Libras. Libras. You know it. Correction. Libras. I think that y'all Here we go. Y'all got that Apollo Here comes the Apollonian, like Kind of like that critical, very like this is form, this is her structure, how it has to go. So y'all would definitely calculate it, right? But that's why I say like for the creative, like you be needing, you be needing to like kind of like let shit flow to be really creative for sure. And they be form and structure, and this is how I know it to be. Y'all mm-hmm. are very absolute, and, and that's the strength of Gemini to not have form. And being creative, yeah. sometimes. Gemini's sometimes. thrive off not having form and just yeah. shit yeah. being loose and no rules and regulations. But it's another story. Okay, sorry, I'm gonna take this time. <laughs> it's all good. No, it's all good. So, Miss Brown, yes. Let's start from day one. Day one for what? Because we <laughs> we from we, we got to tell the whole story. We got to okay. know where you right. where you come from. So, right. where are you from? Um, I am from the south side of Chicago. Where in particular? So I grew up all all like around around everywhere. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, like if I ran you down the whole like neighborhood, like you want the whole trajectory. You don't have to give me all, but give me. Give me. What side you rap? What side you rap? No, I mean we for real. We moved around a lot. Oh, promo. Wow. I was like, what's happening right now? Okay. Um. No. Okay. So how about this? Like, I think that this can give you a good, better idea. I went to Robert A. Black Magnet School okay. on 71st and Cold. Right. Okay. So yeah. that that was like pre-K. Mm-hmm. That was like kindergarten through third grade. Okay. Then you elevated and went to the big building. The big building was on 91st and Euclid off Jeffries. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like, <laughs> you see? Yeah. Then I used to go <laughs> to, so when I was at mm-hmm. the little building, I used to go to South Shore Culture Center. So okay. I used to be with all the kids from South Shore. Right. Now, wait, hold on. That's a school? It's an after. They have oh, okay, after gotcha. Program. Right, I live across the street. That's why I'm like, that's a school. <laughs> they like, had after school program. Gotcha. Yeah, and the school was like right around the corner. Right around the corner. Okay. So after that, when I went to the big building, I used to have to go to Avalon and Jesse Owens mm. after school. Oh, okay. Okay. So I was around there with the CVS kids and Uh-oh. like, uh, like you know, like those kids around there. Mm-hmm. This Babies. was grammar school though, and then I ended up going to King. So okay. then I was on the low. Yeah. So I've been around, like, those are my, like, areas. That's and then we is. lived wow. in different places. So we lived on, like, 61st in Dorchester off of um, 63rd, like, by Apostolic. Mm-hmm. I know exactly and what I went to Apostolic. That's where I get my bud at. Shout out okay. to my homie. Okay, for real. Right on 63rd in Dorchester, yeah. Okay, well, you just put him out there. Right. I ain't going to say his name. All right, now. I ain't going to say his name. It's a drug-friendly Somewhere podcast. Somewhere in that region. Yeah. Yeah. This is a drug-friendly <laughs> podcast. <laughs> But Support yeah. your local dealers. And right. before all of that, we lived over like on um, 80, 87th and like Ashland. Like okay. and all in between that, like all my family is from over there. Like 84th and Hermitage, 84th and Aberdeen, 85th and Sangamon, 84th and Winchester, 85th okay. and all around That's over there. That's wild. 87th and I'm familiar with them spots. So it's like, we, I was around, I've been yeah. around all sides. And I hung out with, with um, friends that were all around, so. I just say I'm a South Side girl. I feel that. I feel that. I I just live there. I'm definitely a, a, a West Town, Wicker <laughs> Park, um, yeah. Humble Park, Logan Square kind of. You're like a blend. Like I, a I am a blend. New I'm York. Blend. Chill. Chicago. Don't say that on air. People don't know that. <laughs> That's the secret history. Got it. Yeah, you got this dark past. Yeah. Niggas, niggas, <laughs> niggas would really be salty to know how much New York has influenced me more than Chicago. Yeah. But trying to do so much for Chicago. So I kind of keep that to myself. True. You you lived there. One day. I lived in the Bronx. You lived in the Bronx. Yeah, I lived in the Bronx. They for a told few me years. not to go there. That's the first place <laughs> you should go. They said that's the first place to not go. No, that's the first place you want to go if you want to visit New York. The if Bronx you want, is uptown. If, yes, Bronx okay. is uptown. If you want to experience Bronx New York and, and Harlem are close to each other. Yes, just yeah. just a bridge. Just a bridge. Just away. a bridge of water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What they say? Was that? What is that? High bridge. I'm learning New York a is little that high bit bridge? more. I don't know what the fuck that shit. Yeah, I think it's high bridge. It's surprising that you lived in Chicago first, or you lived. I was in born here. I was okay, born here. Okay, you was born here, and then you did a stint in New York. Did yep, yeah, most of my high, high schooling in New York. Most of high school. Yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay, I can see that then. Well, I mean, duh, high school, you learn a lot. Like, no, people you're sure. around yeah. for high school, like, yeah. definitely, like, mm-hmm. shape and mold you. Yeah, that's, that's, you when you're, that's when you're most impressionable. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. But Always. it's not about me. It's about you. Okay, well, I mean, <laughs> since you said that. <laughs> a little backstory, you know. <laughs> sure. We're going to get into it one day. Oh, yeah, no, we're going to get into the secret history of Rashad and I see it. But, that's but New York is a special place, though. You know, you, yeah, it you is. learn a lot in New York. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it's a different type of uh, grit. And grit and grind. Gully. First time I, yeah. I went out there, niggas was like, it's gully out here, my nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But, um, okay, so 
Southsider, your travels, mm-hmm. been a little yeah. bit of everywhere. Um, where'd you go to college? Um, I did a little stint in college mm-hmm. at uh, SIU in Carbondale. Okay. How was that experience? Oh, a lot it of was people too don't come slow back. for me. You said they don't. <laughs> they don't come back. Oh, no, I can't. At least not with a degree. <laughs> <laughs> they, didn't even, they wouldn't even keep having me. That's facts. <laughs> that's back. facts. Mm. No, um, I, no, Carbondale was very, like, as much as you think, like, oh, it's nothing going on. You shouldn't be getting, you know, you should be able to focus. You should be able to, like, Right. Do what you're supposed to do down here. Right. Like I could do that, but it was just so slow. Like yeah. that, you had a lot of time on your hands, and like, why would you want to do that? It's just like it's really like country out there. Like yeah. it's like very like you only have a couple things to do, and that's how you start getting in trouble doing things. Yep. Like from the mall. Experimenting. Yeah. yeah. Which is which drinking, drinking, oh, yeah, and having sure. blackouts. Like what? Yeah, blackout. So it was like no. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get up out of here. We got to find right. some business, yeah. and it's and not down here. And that's very much so a, a, a outside of Chicago thing, because there really isn't shit yeah. outside of Chicago yeah. in the states. So yeah, and then when you're used to having like all of these things at your fingertips, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I mean, I I did good in school. It was just that you know my parents didn't finish paying it off. And so they, mm. I came home for like winter break, and they were like, <coughs> "Excuse me, ma'am, um, you have a balance." And I was like, <laughs> "Y'all gonna take care of this?" And they was like. We thought that you had the the grant. It didn't take care of all of that. You still had to contribute a little something. Man. So what was home like? What was like just your your upbringing like Mm. since you mentioned parents? Mm. We're going to go there, huh? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Well, um, dang, like how do you start this story? That's a story (laughs) in itself. With whatever you're comfortable telling. I'm comfortable telling it all. We're just going to be here a while. Let's but no, tea. um, childhood. It was interesting. Um, it was interesting. Uh, there's a lot of lot of different parts to uh, the childhood. There's a lot of different parts of the childhood. Um, so I don't know. I don't know where to start. Just know that it was a little like it was a. I have. I'll give you this context, right? I have young parents. My parents had me when they was in college. So they were 19 and 20 when they had me. Okay. All right. I'm the first. I'm the oldest Similar of story. two. So me and my brother. Um, my parents were married. They got a divorce. The divorce was kind of like, eh. Okay. Yeah, it was like that was a whole situation, too. That could have brought on some, like, different, like, things. Traumas. Traumas. Yeah, yeah some different traumas. Uh-huh. Um, and you know what I learned? That even though you go through something with, like, my brother, me and my brother, like, we were there but we both had different lenses on seeing that, Mm -hmm. right? And I'm now noticing it more being an adult. Mm. As y'all sit back, reflect, and talk about it, y'all have different... We kind of do, yeah, but I'm still analyzing my brother. Like, he's still, like, somebody that I have to, like, tread lightly. He's a Gemini, Ah. and he a Gemini like Cancer, so he's, like, very, like, he June 21st on the cusp, so you got to tread real light with him. Cause his he zero to one hundred <laughs> real yeah. quick, and yeah. and it be like for him it's just cause it's mm. emotionally um you know what I'm saying yeah. he feel that so it be like whoa 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 mm. anyways that I'm learning energy. that <laughs> yeah but I'm learning that very um that we have two different accounts for what happened even though we were experiencing it at the same time um and then like. I mean, I think that's enough context, right? So you could you could kind of tell where we're going. Yeah, facts. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I'm not. I, I don't let that define me. Yeah, it it, it helps, you know, b- 
make me who I am for right. sure. But I don't let that like put me in a box. Yeah. You know, I'm move, I'm from I'm past that. I've already take taken it on mentally, mm-hmm. emotionally. You know, I've forgiven who I needed to forgive. Like my parents, young, they was figuring out what they was figuring mm-hmm. out. So at the same time, like, like I don't hold it against mm-hmm. them, but I mean, it definitely shaped and molded me into being the type of person, the person, right? All of that. You that grew I up in church. A, um, at younger, when okay. I was younger, we di- I did, and then I kind of like put that to yeah, the side. Like, sure. I, yeah, like I'm very spiritual, but I'm That's not religious. That, yeah. yeah, but I have that, um, that uh, foundation for sure. Yeah. I just made a choice that I didn't want to pursue that or question it. Rather, I wanted to question it, okay. and that's not something you can you can't question religion because mm-hmm. they don't really got no answers because it's faith based. Yeah, it's all Still about what somebody believes. Because that was telling for me when I start asking y'all niggas some shit and nobody knows. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, like, like, okay. like it's like a, it's like a rehearse, like, yeah. this is what yeah. you're supposed to yeah. say, like, and then, like, to, like, you, they ultimate finessers, like, right. mm. like, like, pastors and, like, deacons and all yeah. those, ultimate finessers, ultimate. Mm. I can see that. So, I learned, I learned a little, I learned enough, yeah. I learned what I needed to get from that. For sure, yeah, I, I ask that because you, you definitely come off to be very uh, aware about the energies that are around you, mm-hmm. and so, as going forward, I'm very curious as to, like, who especially with you doing everything that you do and being so young, like who's your go-to people? Who do you have to ground you and keep you on track? Cause it's a lot to be do- doing yeah. 29, 30 years old. Like that's pretty heavy. Um, right. I think, I mean, everybody that's around me, like everybody has played a role in it, but mm. uh, I mean, it comes from definitely comes from within and being more aware of like, like I'm a, I'm a super like do it, do what I want to do type of person. So I like had to figure out how I can depend on me and only me. Mm. And so um, it's like you can't put expectations in certain people. And so when I started like doing that, I started just loving them for who they were instead of like what they could do for me. Mm. And so, um, but they helped support and have made me who I am because I use their experiences, their their uh tribulations adversity all of that also mm-hmm. <coughs> learning from other people's learning mistakes. from other people's yeah. mistakes yeah and like how i'm there for them and there in the in the wake of those things has made me who i like you know what i'm saying yeah. so like everybody that's around me from my best friend paris to you know my supplementary friends and people who i may not be around every day mm-hmm. but like you know they're around they help me in different ways Okay. But I mean, I feel like um, it wasn't anybody that like I was like trying to emulate or anybody that I like felt like was guiding me. I was kind of like guiding myself and mm-hmm. like being led, right. self-led, self-guided. That's I feel beautiful. That. Yeah, definitely. It's is. like being a sponge. Yeah. Of influences, right? Your experiences, mm-hmm. like you, you're just happy to experience people. Yeah. And that's all we do in our lifetime. You know what I'm saying? I yes. think that that's why. Ooh. I think that that's really why, like, I got into, like, hospitality, though, too. I can see that. Okay. Because you, like, feed off of, like, yeah. a lot of different people every day. It's like a fucking adventure every day. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. working with people because you have to, you can't come into it when any presumptions. You, you do because you're human. Mm-hmm. You do. But how you act on them is really what matters. For right. sure. Yeah. And every day you got a different day to, you know, 
try something different. Yeah, new be, 24 to, yeah, to figure it out yeah, all again. 24. Yeah, and that's, I think I appreciate that. Oh yeah, and that's, and that's very key. Uh, very crucial with life. It's all about the the fucking decisions that you make. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And really taking the time to figure out like, all right, I'm on left or right this shit. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's yeah. going to determine your next set of decisions and you know and so on yeah. and so forth. So when did you start bartending? Like, at what point did that happen? All right. <clears throat> so we're gonna define bartending because are we talking about the act of putting two <laughs> things in a okay. glass or are we talking about like bartending mixology? So I'll, I'll rephrase the question. Stuff. When did you realize that you wanted to be? Because it, it may not have even started off like that. I was going to pose the question of, like, when did you realize, like, I want to get into the hospitality industry? Or or at one point, did you I realize... I had a hot moment, too, though. Okay. Yeah. But at one point, was like, I want to start playing around with this fucking alcohol. <laughs> I guess that's the best way to... <laughs> um, <laughs> no, so, like, I was the oldest, so I was the one that was, like, can you go make this, or can you go bring this to me, or whatever the case is. I was, like, an errand girl. Okay. And so... From being at, like, my aunties and my uncle's, like, little house parties and things like that and being, like, the little go-fetch go girl. Um, but I enjoyed doing it. It was like, ooh, I get to. Because mm. it was like I was nosy. I wanted to be around the big, the, mm-hmm. you know, the adults. Like, it was something for me to do. So it was like, okay, I'm going to make them happy right. so I can be around and I get there. Like, just <laughs> peek in for a little bit, see what's going on over here. Yeah. <laughs> Tired of being upstairs watching this movie. That but, extra access. Right, that yeah. extra access. Like, um so i mean it stemmed from there and like like i said watching the cooking like the food network and wanting to like you know feel like i was in the kitchen making things Mm -hmm. and putting you know building these concoctions almost like a witch sometimes too okay so i mean it all stemmed from there like i got a theater (laughs) i can only imagine you on halloween yeah like i like like i like that like mm -hmm. bubble bubble toil and trouble (laughs) um but you know that like that I always got a kick out of that, you know, being in a different space. Anyways, um so it started from there, but I was 24 turning 25. Okay. And I watched a documentary. I was like up like, man, <clears throat> I'm going to be half a century. I need to figure out what I'm going to do. I can't keep doing like what I've been doing. I need right. to like get some structure. What am I going to do and I can kind of create it. So you got to make up your mind what you want to do. So I went on, like, this whole little, like, soul-searching thing where I, like, just, like, it was more like I was trying to punish myself. Like, you got to figure it out. Yeah, I feel like you a lot of us go through that. You ain't going nowhere. <laughs> that quarter-life right. crisis. Yeah, yeah. quarter-life <laughs> crisis. Like, you ain't going nowhere. You sit your in the house and you got to figure this shit mm-hmm. out. And so I was doing that. But in the meantime of me doing that, like, trying to, like, write and figure that out, I was, like, watching documentaries and stuff. And I watched this documentary called Hey, Bartender. And it was showing, like, all of these different, like, people in the industry who were, like, getting, like, written about and, like, articles and, like, writing books and um, doing, like, cocktail competitions. And they were doing all of this cool stuff. And I'm like, I could do that. I want to do that. Oh, yeah, that looks like fun. Like, I could do that. I can do that. At that time of having that particular thought, how well versed were you in just like your liquors? Yeah, I was well versed. Okay, I had been doing classes. I had been going all of these, <clears throat> like continue like um. So before I started like getting bartending and being behind the bar, I used to do these liquor promos in the grocery store. You know the people that be passing out mm-hmm. the, the samples. Mm. Okay, so it was like I was doing those like crazy, like all over the city, everywhere, every grocery store, jewels, every. Uh, Dominic's, I was in there 
handing out samples. So I was tasting a lot of stuff, and okay. I started, like, doing my own research on it. Like, they give you a little sheet to read so you can know the information. And, like, I started, like, really, like, honing in on it. I found it very interesting, like, knowing, like, okay, this from where? Oh, man, I never even thought about, like, what they making over there or, right. like, mm-hmm. what they got going on. Like, I did Saveca for a long time. And Savekka's made in, like, Sweden or mm-hmm. something like that. And I'm like, where the fuck is Sweden? Mm-hmm. Okay. Where the fuck is that on the map? <laughs> and now I have to look at it. I'm like, damn, it's all the way over there. All right. What they on over there? Okay, what they on over Putting the pieces together. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I was like, dang, like, all right, well, I've seen people, like, get fl- flewed out <laughs> to go over there and check out what they got going on over right. there. Because, like, how you going to be, you know, passing something down and you don't really know what it is? It is yeah. Yeah. And so I started, like, researching that okay. a little bit more and, and I, your girl had just got a passport too and i'm like okay. oh no i gotta use this mm-hmm. how i'm gonna use it and then i got sent to mexico and they sent me to mexico um to go to patron because i joined the usbg so what i just so the united states bartenders guild that oh, was upon me okay. being like i'm okay. gonna do this for real okay. and that was like the legit thing to do like yeah if I'm gonna be a bartender, I gotta be in the bartenders guild. Like, so what takes place within the guild? So it's kind of like a club, like a like a like it's like a I belong to this. Mm-hmm. I pay my dues. Social I go club, to meetings. Kind of, yeah. yeah, I go to my meetings. Like it's that, but it's also like a resource because that's how I got to go to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Like they have different like programs. They work with the brands to, you know, make people more aware of like how to use their stuff, how they want their stuff used, you know, who's the face of it, who using cuz I mean you got to look at it. Bartender is in between both of them. They push brands, they can uh, give recommendations based on their experience. Mm-hmm. So if they have more experiences with a brand with this, then they're going to push that more. Like mm-hmm. brand loyalty. So they cre- try to create brand loyalty with these bartenders but also giving them information to be basically ambassadors mm-hmm. as well. That's crazy. Across the bar to consumers, mm-hmm. right? So it's like a twofold. So I started learning that game a little bit and tr- understanding that, and I'm like, all right, it's like kind of open. You can like do something with this. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I just started getting really involved in it. But that's all where it started that's from. Where it started, okay. Yeah. So after, so... So after, so what, so what was like your first, like, I don't want to say big job, but what was like the moment, like, okay, time for me to like really test this out? You know what's funny? Um, like my ultimate, <laughs> the, the, my epiphany, even though I probably did some very like noteworthy things before this, mm-hmm. but my like, like, oh no, it's cracking. Like you did, like you are. Right. You've, you've arrived. Yeah, you've moment. arrived was when I did this dinner with um, a lady that I look up to. Her name is Lynn House. Okay. So her, um, the company she works for, they sponsor this dinner called the Iconoclast Dinner. Hmm. And it, w- it was coming to Chicago. And I think it was the first time that they did it in Chicago. They usually do it in New York. Okay. So lynn was able to put together the whole bar program the bar like who was helping her with the bar she did the cocktails and we just kind of like helped her serve them prep them and get them ready but we're talking about like this dinner was like maybe like a maybe over 150 200 people damn damn maybe it was more than that damn it might have been more than that but it was cracking and it was at the soho 
What year is this? This was probably like two years, two, three years ago. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, this was like two or three years ago. And like the pay that she was giving was something that I had never got (laughs) on an hourly base before. And I was like, oh, yeah, you believe in me. Oh, yeah, you going to pay me for this work. Like, this is my standard from now on. Now, Mm. like, if you saying this is what I'm supposed to get, this is what I'm supposed to get. You right. For anything like this or above, like, now I know. Because we put in a lot of work that day. And you knew, like, you weren't going to have to tell me to do this and to do that and run behind me. Because you getting paid this much act like you know what you're doing type, right. you know that's how i took it so I, it was like a sense of responsibility to like show up show out for sure mm-hmm. and it was like a a dinner that focused on the best in the business of people of color like african-american specifically okay, like okay. chefs from all over the world uh, one of the chefs that was presenting eduardo jordan that was later on that week he ended up winning like two James Beard awards. That's unheard of. Like, what is the James, James Beard? Yeah. So James Beard <laughs> Foundation is um, we need all like. This right. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. James Beard. So yeah, so the James Beard Foundation is like one of the most prestigious like awards you can get in the culinary world, like that a chef can achieve. Okay. Like to be a part of the organization is very like prestigious. Um, they um, like. They they're the top tier of like culinary, mm. um, education resources. The their honorees that they've had in the past have been like really, you know, noteworthy people or whatever the case is. Okay. So he won two awards in the same night. He was like Damn. the first African American chef oh, to okay. do that. Yeah, definitely a big deal. Yeah, big deal. Um, now but now when this is happening, is this post or pre causing a stir? This is Because you said two, during. three years ago. So this during. is during. This is okay. during. Gotcha. My time, you can't get me on time. Like, my timelines be like. I feel you. No, I'd be, like, be like, damn, was that a year ago? That wasn't a year ago. That was two years ago. <laughs> and, but it, like, it feels like it mm-hmm. was like yesterday, to be honest. Because right. like, I remember it so vividly. It's like one of those things you'll never forget. Yeah. Because, like, that whole night was like dope. Because I asked, because I know that, like, causing a stir, and we'll get into that mm-hmm. history, was like created with a, a specific yeah. focus. Yep. And so I, I hear you mention just like this particular event had all mm-hmm. of, you know, just like the black prominent people within that particular industry. Mm-hmm. And so I want to get to the point of like how you and your, your partner started causing a stir, but what brought about that thought? When did you, you know, where were you when you realized like, yo, there's not a lot of people that look like me right. in this industry? Um... I mean, that was a, once I started, yeah, that was a given. I mean, that's in any industry. Mm -hmm. Like, all industries, like, there are, we're we're marginalized or we're limited. So, like, that wasn't so much surprising. It was just that, like, what can I do to kind of change that or make a difference? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I felt like the first ask, the first step to that was just, like, getting some background information. Because I was, like, new to the industry when I first thought about it mm-hmm. um we did that in november 2016 we had a we had a luncheon where we got together like uh, our other peers mm-hmm. women of color like i just started reaching out to people that i had came across in like um classes through usbg or that i had like maybe visited their bar and got their information 
I started reaching out to everybody and was just like, hey, we're having like a potluck style dinner, um, luncheon. Mm-hmm. Um, you bring a dish. We're going to have some girls doing some cocktails, some girls that I had worked with before who I knew they made good cocktails. I was like, yeah, can you make the cocktails? And then we're going to have people bring food. And we're going to have conversation around, you know, wh- who we are, what we do, and where we come from. Like, I was doing a lot of research because I was looking for someone to model or like someone to emulate like okay like well who are the people of color that have done some things in the industry so i just started going on like a research like r and d and started looking up all of this stuff and i found like information about the black mixologist club okay. uh, it was an organization that started in 1898 out in dc and like what they stood for because like these groups these um individuals just like the pullman porters and people like that like they were creating these jobs out of you know a need okay right a need to be you know to be together and unified right so what type of morals or what type of things that they have going on and i wanted to follow that um so i gathered all of this information and was like trying to pass it along to these other women that i reached out to at the luncheon and it was really good and everybody felt very inspired and motivated from it and we started the facebook group and we just started uploading information and just saying you know if you want to get involved this is what you can do uh you can join the usvg you can get these um you can take advantage now of the facebook classes. group this is like the beginning of the calling of yeah facebook that was the group. beginning okay, of it yeah gotcha. yeah that was the beginning mm-hmm. of it because it was the luncheon then we turned it in a Facebook group, and then the Facebook grew. So that was November. By February, we were trying. We did a. Um, I think no, we. What did we do? I think there was an article that came out about uh, the work that I had done for the luncheon and like the information I was giving out. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a conduit to. Uh, something else happening with this bigger organization. Okay. It was one of the things that tells. It was like some controversy that went on with there. Like the lady wore blackface. The owner at the time, or the the op- the lady who put it together, the founder. She wore blackface on Facebook. It came out. It was like a big uproar. And like since we were a Facebook group, and like people had posted it in our group, and mm-hmm. like what well, we there was a lot of conversation around it, and it like stemmed from there. You know, people wanted to get our opinion on it and, like, how do we feel? And we were very vocal, my partner and I. And Who's your partner? Ariel Neal. Ariel Neal. Okay. Yeah. Um, and since we were very vocal about it, I think that people reached out to us to try to figure out and create some solutions around it. And so, like I said, from there, the lens had been put on us, and it was obviously, a w- like, created more awareness that, you know, the lack of diversity and the lack of inclusion in these spaces is why this lady felt like it was okay for her to do that. Mm-hmm. And even without any context and to right. what it was beforehand or anything like that. Um, and it was a whole big uh, situation with that. Um, another one of my um, colleagues, peers um, in the industry, Ashton Berry, you know, she had a one-on-one talk with her to like kind of like unpack the whole situation, which you know, furthermore, is creating this lens on, like, we need more diversity, we need inclusion, which, like I said, like, over the last few years has been in any, every industry. Yeah, exactly. It's one that's it's it's like a reoccurring thing. It's like, just a thing. lens yeah. on this. It's mm-hmm. a reoccurring thing. It's, like, it's just that systems need to be 
changed or put in place. So it came from that. That's where Causing a Stir came about. But what, through all of that noise and through all of all of the stuff that's going on in the world right now, what I noticed is that if people were more um, aware that you can create careers in this, then we would have more people doing it. Mm-hmm. Because specifically in that industry, in hospitality and alcohol sales and stuff like black people are dominating it as consumers Mm. and are buying you know like how you spend your money you should be more conscious of how you breaking bread with these brands who cares about you you making them richer but how do you know what i'm saying like to each his own but be aware be be conscious of where you put your your dollar yeah for sure and so it just that was the want it was a lot of things. So mm-hmm. it wasn't just like getting people jobs. That is one. Mm-hmm. But without the proper training or education or knowledge, you can't succeed you can't, anyway. Right, sure. So we had to get down to like what the source is. And the source is if I'm not actively looking for this information, then it's not readily exactly. available or mm-hmm. accessible. So how can we bridge the, the gap? gap. <laughs> and that's essentially like where we are and what we found out over these last two years after really like analyzing our steps, analyzing and experiencing too. Mm. I mean, it's a nonprofit organization, understanding and learning that. Like I had to take a class with, um, I took an online class with Cornell because they have a really good hospitality program. And I took their like nonprofit financial like class to learn a little bit more about this but it's a process you know what i'm saying it's a a learning process for everyone but it's something that i like committed to that i want to see to the you know through and through and i know that in the solution may not um you know we may not get to what the nitty-gritty is right off the bat but I know that the work that we're doing now and the seeds that we're planting now mm-hmm. will definitely grow definitely. down the line. Like you will see the fruit of it. Yeah, yeah. hopefully uh, at some point. That's but but yeah, sure. but I want to make sure that it, we're setting the right foundation first before we, you know, you know, uh, so that it can be that. Right, for sure. Uh, really getting. I'm long-winded. Sorry. No, it's it's all good. No, I'm taking it all up. <laughs> I can talk <laughs> about stuff I'm passionate no, about. No, for sure. That's why we're going to hit you with these questions. Mm-hmm. So, in regards to, because a conversation that I generally like to have, especially on podcasts, as it pertains to Chicago, is our industries. Mm-hmm. And just the fact of, like, Chicago is very big on food, entertainment, sports, yeah. you know, that, that kind of thing. Like, we're, we're a, a pleasure kind of city. A lot of black people here, and we often are actively support these spaces, these venues, this this particular industries. But often we're not reflected, and in the small spaces in which we do have to operate and and be among ourselves, they don't really last long. Yeah. And so, how does one? How do I want to ask this? How does one really get in? You know what I'm saying? Especially seeing that like. Because is, is it really as simple as somebody just getting a job and working their way up into some shit? You know what I'm saying? How how does one really occupy a certain space and be like, okay, this is where I am, but I want to... And I don't even know if I'm asking this uh-huh. shit right. <laughs> I'm following. I'm following. But like, how, how does one get in? How do you get in that shit knowing that there is an, an 
is an entire industry that doesn't really value you. I think that you, so since there are so many different avenues, you got to ask yourself, what do you, what's your, what are you trying to achieve? Mm. For me, I did want to achieve um, being like a very active participant in the industry. Like I wanted to do everything that I saw like Charles Jolie doing. Now Charles Jolie is like, like he's like, he's been named like world's best bartender, world-class bartender okay. of the globally of the year. Like he's done competitions in like South Africa. I don't know where his, where his thing was, but he's done it in like, he judges them now. Mm. Like, so to see hit, like I, I was actually taking his story. So this is a white man from Chicago. Okay. Like I was taking his story and being like, I want to be the girl, Black girl version, oh, Southside version sure. of you, and so I did like everything that he did, like Do competition. You know him personally? I've met him you multiple met him. times. We've had yeah, white guy, met, white. Huh? white guy, white guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I met him a few times. We like we were we are at the same things all the times, and he's always very courteous. He always speaks. You know, we always say hey, you know hey what's up, but I've never had a real conversation with him. Okay. So I don't know him, know him. I just know of him, no, and I know that he you know dope enough. at what he does. Yeah, I know enough. I like he's mm. dope at what he does, and he really inspired me. Like I saw him with, the, like that's what really caught my eye. He had a big ass Chicago flag tattoo on his arm, mm. on his forearm, and I'm like, is he really? Because you know people be coming to Chicago <laughs> and they be like, I'm from Chicago, and like no, you're not. Sure. So I'm like, dang, he from Chicago. He putting on for the city. From the crib. I want right. to put on for the city. That's I want to put on from like where I'm from, cause. I know bad bartenders from like working in the nightclubs and working at the lounges who like are like emulate all of this, but it's just that they don't get in those spaces. Mm-hmm. I'm able to maneuver in those spaces, like kind of like undetected, like a chameleon. They'd be like, "Oh no, she's fine. She's fine. What, Let's bring her in." What makes you different in that regard? Um, I think because I know how to code switch. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. Like I can code switch. Like I can be kind of like. Like I said, be a chameleon so I can get in, but I'm like still authentic and true to myself. Like, do you? I'm glad you said that. Do you mm-hmm. find code switching to be not? I'm gonna just ask. Do you mm-hmm. find code switching to be necessary? Do you think that that's a skill that someone must have? Yes, I okay. do think that is a skill that. Yes, I do because some people are prideful get, and don't feel like yeah. I, I be now, me. The, I mean, <laughs> li- this is the thing. I agree. You shouldn't have to. But right. the but the world we live in and where we're at, I mean, keep it real though. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. You you have to know how to talk the talk and walk the walk. That gets you in those spaces mm. because you can still be what you say. It's not it's what you say, not how it's, it's how you, how you, you say, yeah. not what you mm-hmm. say. Right. So like, I can still be very assertive and stand on everything that I'm for, but my delivery and how I give it. It's the underlay for the overlay. We with right. Chicago, we finessers. You gotta mm-hmm. know how to finesse that stuff. And I think that code switching is just another way to finesse. Like when people, when chiropractors get on the phone with the people they need to get on the phone with, they changing right. it up. They're not talking like, so you know, like how they be talking Sometimes. to me and you. I've seen some terrible examples. Okay, yeah, well then, <laughs> then they're not good at what they're, they're doing. They're probably either. not successful. Obviously, that's what I'm getting at. You know, like you, you know, can do that. Oh, you know you can do that, but you already putting out the, the flags before you even yeah, get exactly. there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. And it's that like that in life too. Like yeah. no, I'm not gonna throw no flags. I'm coming like straight. Like what's mm. up? I'm just here to here to listen mm-hmm. and learn because nobody's gonna like you know. 
I want you to be able to be comfortable and let your guards down because I'm observing. I want to yeah. observe. And if the, if the eye is on me, then they're not going to be, you know, I'm right. not going to really learn what I'm here to try to right. get. Mm-hmm. So I think that I'm proficient in um, code switching and <laughs> I know how to w- and now how to and when to and have mastered that from an early age yeah. and being in different spaces. It's like, a vibe. Yeah. So I think that that's why, and that's why, I, like, I'll be trying to get a game out to the other people and put it in layman's terms for them. Like, all right, like, this is what you got to do. This is how you got to do it. And I would just say learn how to be authentic. Learn how to be that person but be authentically you. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I feel you, you feel me? Yeah, I feel okay. it completely. It's been a struggle, though, because I've battled with myself on that, like, and I'm going to do what I want to do and how I want to do it and this and this and that. And, like, you can have that attitude, but what what world you trying to be in? Hmm. Because you have your own world where you mm-hmm. interact and you can, like, you can be, you can do what you're going to do and you can be comfortable and all of that. But are you not being uncomfortable because you're fearful of something? Right. And I ain't scared of nothing. I feel that. Look, this shit, that was strong. I felt like that was at me. No, I'm just saying, like, I'm not, <laughs> no, like, I'm not fearful of anything. Like, I'm a risk taker. You got to be a risk taker, mm-hmm. and that, and you got to do some things that you wouldn't normally do. You got to think about how you would do it if you want to. Yeah, sometimes you got to jump out that window. You yeah. never know. Never know what that fall is going to be like, you know? Yeah, so. I feel that. Totally I feel think that. about that, too. Okay. Ha- have you ever had any, like, any pushback in regards? Because I'm, because every... Cause like you're always your name is always in some magazine or, or somewhere. So have you received people knowing that like that's a part of the mission of causing a stir and just you know being um, a group that advocates for minorities and you mm-hmm. know LGBTQ in that in that industry. Have you received any kind of negativity in regards to it? No, I haven't received any negativity. Okay, I haven't received any negativity. Um, I think because we're very genuine, like in our efforts mm-hmm. um and you know we are very like inclusive and open up to anybody like like i and that's why i say like you got to know how to do it because i don't want to be just this overarching like where you're going to give us what we need and da, 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 da. Right. like i want to work with you i want to understand i want to understand where like where you're having some where you're having some voids or where you're you know not uh being or where you feel like you're not being productive mm. in in an area, um, so I want to come very like open, like uh, welcoming. I want to be okay. welcoming, and that's why I say it's not what you say; it's how you say it. Like, right. that's but um, I mean, no, I haven't gotten any. Like, we I meet you where you at. Like, mm-hmm. I give out good energy. I give out um, like I want us to like keep moving forward, not go back. So I don't spend too much time on like conflict or whatever. Right. Like. I'm about solution, not the conflict. Sure. Like we can stay, we can clearly see what the con. If there's a conflict, we're gonna get to the bottom of it, and then like right. solution based. What we what we moving to? How can we fix this? You definitely have a, a guardian angel. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I just feel like you because the energy you put out, like you said, um, like well, like Rashad was saying, like you know, you come off as a very spiritual person, and um, ever since I guess the accident, it seems like. Things have been it falling in, in place for you. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the stars have been aligning for you. I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. really good energy, and mm-hmm. that's I mean, you're speaking really highly of you know yourself, but still 
humble. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like still like, you know, I know my shit. I'm a I'm gonna watch you and you know what I'm saying? You're learning. You so you you just as humble as they come. And you know what I'm saying? Like I really feel like you know what I'm saying? Like you about to pop like you know what I'm saying? I get that yeah, vibe, see, like no, real rap. Sure. Like, Actually, facts. <laughs> yeah, sure. like I just get that vibe. Like that's good shit. Like, well, I mean, you know I get good energy. When and she yeah. when she gets on the Breakfast Club, we gonna re-release this. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh yeah. Don't forget where you <laughs> came getting from. Them al- right. Getting them algorithms. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. Don't forget For where sure. you came from. Blessings on my life. Mm. Indeed. Yeah. Facts. So the accident. Tell me. Mm-hmm. This was in March, right? Yeah. March, March. 7th, 7th, 6th, March 16th is when the accident happened. I had surgery on March 17th. I always go from March 17th because that's why I'm gauging things. Like, all right, so I should be good from the 17th through. Mm-hmm. So what happened? What took place? Um, okay, so I have to go to the week before. So I was in Puerto Rico mm-hmm. at, the, at this thing called Tales of the Cocktail. It was on tour. So it's usually in New Orleans. Competition. So remember I told you about the lady who wore the blackface and mm-hmm. all of that? Okay, so the founder of that is called Tales of the Cocktail. Okay. Now, fast forward, after all of that happened and there was some mess and whatever, they changed, they were, she sold the company to another organization and they're doing really great things with it now. Mm. So they always go on tour once a year after the one in uh, July in New Orleans. They went to Puerto Rico so this was in March. So it's in the springtime. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, this was, yeah, it was in March, yep. So I went there to do a pop-up during their um, programming in Puerto Rico because two years before, before the hurricane, the year, literally the summer before the hurricane, I went and I was like a camp counselor for this thing called Cane Camp where okay. we learned about rum and, like, sugar cane oh, nice. and, like, yeah. um the um the Don Q family. So Don Q Rum is who sponsors this trip. And they basically go to the distillery, you learn about all of this stuff. Long story short, there was a, a opportunity or it was a competition to win a trip back. And my team ended up winning. Mm. So we were the um team of how many? It was six of us, seven okay. of us. Yeah. It was and then for all from all over the all over. Like I had one girl from I think she was from Alabama. I had another girl from San Francisco. Oh, so these are people that you don't know prior. They just I did not. I did not know them prior. I knew a few of them prior, Mm -hmm. um, but not for real, for real. Gotcha. So it was one girl from New York, one girl from San Fran, one girl from Alabama, um, one girl from Chicago, and the the I'm calling her this girl, but the lady who was from (laughs) Chicago, she ended up being my boss. And I ended up working at her bar after that, after we came back from Puerto Rico the mm. first time. And that was called The Drifter. The Drifter is okay. a dope-ass spot here in Chicago. So, yeah, it was all of us. And it was one more person, uh, this girl named Joy. And Joy's from, I think, she's from the East Coast. I can't remember what city she's from. I want to say, like, Philly or something. Anyways, oh, shit. I digress. Yeah. We won the trip <laughs> back. So this was us going for our trip back. Okay. We were doing a pop-up. It was like a week-long situation, and I was, like, living my best life out there. And I came back on basically, like, Thursday night. After I came back Thursday night, after a week-long thing, I decided to go out and support another friend that was, like, it was her last shift at this bar. Okay. 
So I went to her shift and I'm out there singing karaoke after I've just been on a flight for however long and been working and being out all this past week. But I was pushing through and went to the karaoke thing and then ended up the next day still going, oh, like, shit. still going. Mm. So I'm still going. Like, I'm picking kids up, taking them to the museum, having field days, <laughs> and knowing I have to go to work from like 9 p.m. to two to five in the morning. Mm. So I'm not thinking nothing of it. I'm just moving. I'm just going, just flying, zipping through, right? Supposed to take a nap, didn't even take the nap, was rushing to get to work and get ready and be all like nice because I got to work at this. I'm filling in for somebody. So it's at a, a gentleman's club. Okay. And um, I'm bartending at this gentleman's club, so you got to look the part. For sure. So I had to put some time into that, so just just know I w- didn't take my nap. Mm. Ended up going to work, filling in for my cousin, and I didn't even realize how tired I was. Like, I didn't feel tired. Like, I got through the shift. Everything was cool. Like, I was alert. It was cool. It was what it was. And then on my way home, like, I was stopping. I was like, all right, I ain't going to go all the way home because I was in the suburbs, and I live, like, in – like Lake Meadows over on the low. Okay. So I was all the way like on a hundred and like sixty something, maybe oh, hundred and seventy oh. something yeah. in like Halsted, like over there. Country Club right. Hill type shit. Yeah, yeah, like like yeah. I mean where I don't even remember what part of part of the city that is. And on the on the way to a friend's house, like, cause I knew I couldn't make it, I ended up hitting the median, falling asleep at the wheel, hitting mm. the median shit. on a hundred and thirty second or something like that. So that happened, um, and the crazy thing is, like, I don't remember the crash. I don't remember, um, like, even, like, the pain of going through that, right? All I remember, I have, like, little flashbacks. Um, like, I remember the paramedics, like, asking me, like, questions like, what's your name? Wh- what's your phone number? Um, when's your birthday? Things like that. Um, what's your mom's name? What's her phone number? And they were trying to call my I guess like my mom, mm-hmm. my mom and my dad, and I don't have their number saved in my phone, which is dumb, I know, but it's it, my phone is updated so many times it just changes. Gotcha. Anyways, they're asking me all these questions, and I remember answering them, being coherent enough to answer them. Um, I just remember that I couldn't move my leg, and I mm. kept telling them like, get my leg, my leg, like just be careful it's with the leg because I couldn't my right leg. Right. Mm-hmm. So. I remember like being in the ambulance and like them like cutting me out my clothes because I remember I had on my favorite jacket and now that jacket is non-existent. Damn. Damn. Yeah, it was a very nice jacket I got for a Christmas present like years ago and it was still doing me justice all throughout Who all the Chicago by? winters. Um, I want to say it was by AC. It was like I don't remember the I don't even I think it was ALC. ALC was the brand. Okay. They, we're going to find you know out you jacket. Okay. Yeah, it was, right? <laughs> we got to nice. find that jacket. Like, <laughs> it was like a nice puffer. It was a long joint. It had like the little like, I don't even know why I had it on because it wasn't even that cold. Mm. I don't even know what. It was cold at night at and night, I put the jacket sure. on when I was walking to the car. Right. That's what it was because I ain't had no clothes on. Mm-hmm. Mm. So. Um, <laughs> Gentlemen's club. We yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It For was sure. like very like Nice Chicago airy. tattoo. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. vibes. Thank you. So, yeah, so I have, like, these little flashes and instances of things that I remember. But, like, when I finally found out, like, what I did to myself, like, I fucked me up. Mm. Me fucked me up. Like, I broke my jaw in three places. Mm. 
Um, I broke my mandible down the middle. Oh, wow. So I got like two plates in my jaw. Um, I broke my femur and my ankle. Now my ankle was the worst part of everything. I'm sure. Like my like it like basically like exploded out of one side and Ouch. like if you just you just imagine if you crack something and like it go through both sides. Yeah. So like it was like a hole on the inside of my uh, right God, ankle. Damn. Um yeah. Oh, and then shit I had start like, reaching, right? Shit. Like, yeah, uh, shit. I broke my um, like my thumb, my whatever. I don't know the metacarpal carpal in my hand. Mm. Um, that broke somehow. Uh, and then like my whole like lip was like flapping open. Wow. And um, at one point my my best friend Paris, cause they called her too, or or right. how it happened is they called the girl I was my cousin who I was um whose shift I was taking, mm -hmm. she was in the Dominican, so it was like nighttime, even though it was morning here, because it happened at like 5 in the morning, 5.30 in the morning, or something mm. like that. So where she she was in the Dominican, and she the police called her first, because she was one of the last people in my right. phones that I had talked to. So she was calling my best friend, telling her, like, I think, you know, like, the police are calling me from electric phone like call her mom they asking for her mom call kim like who's kim they trying to ask me who kim is i don't know what's going on get in tune so paris when she got to the hospital she thought i ain't had no teeth she i just had like little nubs because everything right. was just like busted up right. and swollen it was just like all bad i bruised a couple like i bruised like my stern i mean um like fractured my sternum fractured like a whole bunch of different little bones that wow. they, they can't do nothing about that so you that has to heal on Get its own mm -hmm. um but yeah, it wasn't until they like were telling me like what, like what type of surgeries I had to get and how I had to have like three different people working on me and it was gonna be like, basically like eight nine hours of surgery, mm. um, that I realized like the severity of like what happened. Like I knew I was, I knew I had broke some stuff. I knew I was like, kind of like beat up a little bit because I had to go to the hospital, and I and they put me on all them drugs and I'm I was sure. just out of it. Love out the drugs. Of it. Oh, I don't like them drugs. No, them drugs. No, I cannot even function off those. I was just like curring up every day. Every yeah. day I was just out of there. And I'd be trying to fight through mm -hmm. it because I had guests. Like people were trying to come and see, to see me. You. Yeah, I'm sure. And like I was trying to stay up. So like the first couple of days, like my dad and them wouldn't let nobody, wouldn't let a lot of people. I can imagine. In. Yeah. Because yeah. at that time, yeah. like, let her rest. So in, yeah. so in the midst of that, one, Hell of a fucking recovery. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That wasn't. Th I mean, we're talking about Definitely. March was this yeah, fucking that was year. Five months like ago. definitely. That's like five how months are you ago. even a hundred percent? I ain't a hundred percent. I just look like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm acting. No, <laughs> no. Um, but I mean, again, it's a mind front. It's mindset. Mm -hmm. So, um, if I would like. Like, I'm going to do what I can do. I'm going right. to act on my abilities and not think about the limitations. So I'm like, I got to get back in my motion of, like, being me because I was not me for those yeah. first couple, like, that month, that those first couple months. Like, I was, like, super depressed. Obvi I mean, yeah. I, obviously. Right. But depressed in a way of I think I needed to, like, just chill. Yeah. I needed to chill, so that's what I was looking at it as. But it was very hard for me to do that, yeah. being so active and being, mm. like, trying to move around. Um, I like being outside. I like moving around. I don't like people doing things right. for me. But I think that was part, in, part of the lesson that I was supposed to learn out of that experience, too, yep. was how to 
you know, not always say yes to everything, being more calculated with what mm -hmm. I'm doing. Slowing down. Yeah, slowing mm -hmm. down. So I say you got somebody watching you, man. Like, seriously, like, no, shit, like, like that, shit like that happens, bro. Yeah. Like, sometimes, like, life forces you to Yeah, life, life will like, sit you, you the fuck do down. Too much, like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm -hmm. Like, it drastically right, and sometimes, yeah. unfortunately, you know what I'm saying? But it has its lessons, and it's like, bro, I yeah. relax. Because sometimes, like, it'll I show you, you big signs dog. you don't get it. I hear you. I right, 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 right. Right. I was paying attention. Right. Yeah. Because, yeah, sometimes you, you know, you see signs, but you'd be like, no, nah, I'm going to go out anyway. Yeah. I'm going to do my shit anyway. You know what I'm And saying? I think it's that very telling. I mean, just for me to even being on the outside looking in, being like, how the fuck are you even still yeah. doing what the fuck you doing now? Yeah. But not knowing, like. I can only imagine your your thought process during that recovery time. Yeah, yeah it was sitting very, down and yeah. just like what right. was had like that had to be kind of a an, its own spiritual process. Oh, in itself. very yeah. very much so. Um, I did so I was on a liquid diet, mm. and so I was only yeah. eating like veggies and fruits, yeah. like smoothies and soups, mm -hmm. and I was like on some strict like. I don't, I don't eat meat already. Okay. Like, I, I haven't mm -hmm. eaten meat in probably, like, five years, five or, yeah. Nice. Um, but wow. I was like, I only want to eat vegan things. Everything is vegetables. I wasn't even eating fish at that point. Mm. And, like, my mind was very clear. Like, I was very, like, you know, there. I stopped taking the... Um, the uh pain pills mm -hmm. i didn't like the way the pain pills like had me it was just like i was too drowsy like and i wasn't um and then my dreams would be crazy too like, i'm like i'm straight on that mm. i'm straight on these like it's i'm feeling too weird i feel <laughs> that that's fucked up i wish i could dream i don't dream don't i don't dream? I, no i don't dream unless i'm sober yeah, you do. No, I don't. Well, That's at least bad. I don't retain them. You're right, right, right. Mm. I don't retain. But Definitely. when I'm sober, I have crazy fucking dreams. Nigga, what? Like I violent dreams. I be oh, fucking crazy Gemini I'm shit, always yeah. saving <laughs> the world in my dreams. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm always like, the, like, like, like on some like superhero stuff, like yeah. literally saving the world, like, or I'm like in some like matrix, like kind of like yeah, beating see. people up and like saving the like ecosystem. See, like, I, I can see you on a magazine she's cover doing something. Yeah, oh yeah, no, she's there. You're in the lane. Dude, like man. me, I'm always falling in my shit. But the world is always <laughs> about to crumble. But the world be like finna crumble. Like it be like finna be taken over, and I be like, and then it like ends there. It be like you know, like what you sit, sitting in the distance and the wind blowing, and you're just looking at the world crumbling. <laughs> to be like, continued type drama, right? Yeah, like who knows what next happens on next. Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? yeah Thanos yeah. sitting right, in the right. garden type <laughs> shit. Thanos, right, right, right. Yep. That's what sure. Wow. What so, a life. so, so, what's next? What's next for her? Alexis Brown. Jeez. I don't really I can't really say. Mm. I don't know. I know it's gonna be um like I don't even know. I don't know because I've seen like how I've manifested the things that I said years ago. Mm -hmm. So it's like now that I like am kinda like a little more yeah. honed in on how this you, shit works. <laughs> how you like on how you do this like you gotta put out good energy you gotta believe what you Facts. think mm -hmm. in your head is is actual mm -hmm. re actual reality and it will come so you're pretty careful about what you say yeah, yeah. you have to yeah. be like i don't think that people don't ask for what you're not ready to receive no for sure because i've a i've done Facts. that and mm -hmm. i haven't been ready for it mm. and you don't even know how to handle that handle it you don't even know how to like yeah you know um so more of like preparing me for like I'm asking for more guidance and I'm taking this time to really understand like how 
what I'm asking mm-hmm. for. Because mm-hmm. it could be anything. And I think that that's what troubles me so much. Mm. It's because I know I could have anything that I really put my mind to. So I got to be more very, like, calculated and strategic about what that is. Mm. Overall, like, overarching everything. Because even, like, career-wise, like, I've obtained everything that I said I was going to say. Am I done? Or do I go up a, a step above, right. you know? Everything that I asked for, like, I wanted to be written up. Like I, w- I said, I wanted to be like Charles Jolie. I wanted to be written up. I wanted to win cocktail competitions. I wanted people to respect and, like, recognize my creativity and my talents, mm-hmm. my gifts. Uh, and I'm, I've gotten that. Yeah, I've, I've, that's for sure. And I think with that 40 under 40. Um, that's a big one. Yeah, I mean, and I was the youngest person on that list. Oh, shit. Okay. So for me to... Like, uh, technically, we was under 30. Yeah, 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 in your case, like, yeah. Um, and there was another confirmation that I had, too, when I was in New Orleans this, this past July. I was sitting next to the dude from Forbes, and I was talking to him about, you know, like, he was kind of, like, listening in to, like, what I was talking about with, um, I was at a Hennessy dinner, and I've done some work with Hennessy, and the, they donated, like, to my GoFundMe. Shout out to Henny. Yeah, shout out to Hennessy. Um, <laughs> 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 I mean, in this instance, they came through, so shout out to them. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, um, so I was working on a project with them, and then um, there was like, they ended up donating like the rest of like the money that I was gonna be paid or that I was gonna use for the program to my GoFundMe to help me recover, and like it was like a clutch. So I was sitting next to the one of the guys on the team that put that through and then I was sitting across from um Jordan who uh was working on the project with us and he's always given like the he's the I think the national ambassador for Hennessy mm-hmm. so he's giving me a lot of resources a lot of support um with causing a stir with everything Damn. and I was sitting in this like basically a triangle of these people right mm-hmm. we're at this like really dope ass dinner in New Orleans it was a spirited dinner and I'm t- sitting next to Forbes dude, sitting next to the Hennessy dude, put the thing in, and I'm sitting looking That's across from company. Jordan. Right. Rubbing and now shoulders. This Rubbing is a, but this dinner is like a dinner of like almost like maybe like 30, 40 people. Super and intimate. we're literally in the middle of everybody. Yeah. And I'm like just seeing the people that I'm around and seeing all of this, and I'm like, man, this is dope. This yeah. is dope, like being in this company with these people mm-hmm. and being around, like again, like being able to be in this space, you know, mm. and being able to observe and like come in on that. And the guy from Forbes is like listening in to me talk about causing a stir to my man, mm-hmm. and he like, oh, well, tell me a little bit more about what you're doing. We're talking about like. Everything I'm talking about, like how like they need to be, get better representation, cause Nas ain't getting it. Like people like like he not though. Like <laughs> I, like like people my the age Nas and shot. and, uh, and no Nas slander. No, I'm not saying yeah. no. I respect Nas. I know yeah. Nas is a great lyricist and everything. Nah, we but want like, the smoke. We talking <laughs> about, but when we talking about Don't like who it. touching the the youth. It For ain't sure. Nas, it my ain't boy. Nice. Like he's respected. He up there. He ain't really got to do shit. He it really, I mean, it ain't he a, a legend sh- already. It he, ain't a youthful kind of drink, though. It's more like a. But that's what I'm saying. They who they got to get to the next twenty one year olds. Yeah, gee, they got to get to the next twenty one year olds. We got to get like all of that. Like my people Nigga, drink Hennessy. We have a Hennessy every podcast going forward. Right? Like, <laughs> I mean, because I'm saying like you know, like I mean, because there is 
Doucet yeah. out there and hey. Doucet and Jay and all of that type of stuff. So and it's Duce like I'm playing. like, hey, for you to be trying to get in tune with the with the youth and the culture and everything, yeah. like y'all kind of missing the mark with, yeah, my, they, with, my, with my boy. Like I, totally I understand what y'all represent. They and that's already, why it makes sense for them. They set in stone. I, I you know what I'm saying? Like if it's like see a the newer moment you think you set in stone is the moment that them little them underdogs gonna come in and psh, 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 take your ass out. So you better be ready for anything. That's true. You gotta. You it's gotta always, always the competition. Yeah, you gotta move the times, and that's really what the conversation. There's always somebody around. gunning for mm-hmm. you. That's but right. man's is like you know you got a mo- noble like situation going on, and like like when do you turn thirty? And I'm like nah, I turn thirty in a couple months. Month, next month, big dog. Mm-hmm. He's like oh yeah yeah, you can't make the list. And I'm like dang, but to know that like you think that I was good right. enough or worthy enough to even make the list, like that's yeah. kind of dope. Like yeah, Forbes thirty under thirty, yeah. like. That's a big deal. That yeah. is crazy. So that was like the point where I was just like, all right, you're doing something right. You're putting out what you need to put out. But now, like, what you going to do? Mm. Exactly. And I'm still there. <laughs> <laughs> Alexis still Brown, there. our first superstar on the hey. show. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all funny. Shit, I'm going to look, look, look for the uh, Forbes list next week. Definitely. Hey. She, she will be at? there. That's an actual hey. fact. She will I be there. I need to be Thank y'all for too. speaking that, speaking that life into no, me. Facts. I be needing that. Thank you. We, <laughs> no we need support. Oh, we so definitely that. need sure. support. Chicago, we need to support our own. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, and we... Definitely have to give you your flowers while you're here because mm-hmm. once again you are pushing the culture forward. Thank you're you. definitely uh, you. shit. You're a tastemaker. You. She's a tastemaker. Oh, this is the <laughs> that's the what up Joe Award. Yeah, yeah that's the one. <laughs> I like to say the Academy. Right. Um. <laughs> there you go. Nah, thank y'all. I appreciate that. So, so I gotta I gotta ask you what's what's your favorite drink? I was literally so thinking that. Favorite no. drink <laughs> to make or to drink? To drink. Um, so it depends on like what what kind of mood I'm in. So I drink things mm-hmm. depending on where where I'm at and where I want to be or okay. where I want to go or okay. what I'm going. All right, so hold that question. I'm gonna ask you a little bit a better question, right? Okay. So you're at a bar. What's 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 your favorite place to go sit and eat and drink? So honestly, I have a couple like go to spaces that I just can you, like. Can you just give me one? Just give me one. Give me I mean, one. I like Soho. You like Soho? I like okay, Soho. Cool. Soho. So you're chilling. So you're sitting at the bar, you're looking nice, you're by yourself, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so someone comes in, they notice you, right? You know where I'm going with this? You know where I'm going with this? Yeah? Uh-huh, and okay. Like, what you want to drink? Yes. Yeah. What you want to drink, yeah. girl? This is good. Don't give, give, give what up, Joe, the cheat code. All right. Um, what up, Joe? Like, mm. <laughs> where I'm at, like, if it was this week, mm-hmm. I'm asking for champagne because it's still mm. my birthday. So I'm like, can I get a glass of champagne? Okay. Like, I ain't bougie, bougie. I'll take some sparkling wine, too, you know? For sure. What, what won't you drink? What ain't happening? Uh, it ain't a lot of stuff that I'm not going to drink. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's not a lot of stuff I'm not going to drink. Facts. Like, I don't like spicy shit. Like, mm. I'm not a fan of spicy shit. Like, I'll taste it to know how yeah. I can utilize mm-hmm. it. But that's like... Like season salt, <laughs> like for me, like when I'm making cocktails, like I want to oh, know what's out did. there and like you know how to flavor yeah. things better. But Make like sense. I'm not just not going straight in. Like I feel give that. me the spicy shit. That's that's how, that's how I felt that Abba. Them niggas had some kind of like mm-hmm. fucking drink that had like jalapeno or some shit oh, in it. It was shit. different. It's it was like cool. cucumber. It yeah, was like yeah, 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 one of them kind of vibes. Freaky was, yeah, Which was decent though. Joint. I like that. <laughs> that's not gonna be a go-to for yeah, me. I'm gonna like I'll fuck with it. Like if they like, hey, taste this. I'm like, what the hell? 
What's your hood favorite? My hood favorite? Great Gee, question. we used to drink Remy 1738. There you like, go. That's what we out want. The bottle, That's what we want. On the yeah. deuce. Yep. Don't judge me. Yep. Mm. Oh, that's but it. that was in my past life. What about <laughs> what about um your 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 shot beverage? What's the beverage you um, take? If I'm of? taking shots, I'm taking shots of tequila. Okay. Who in particular? Does it matter? Who? Yeah. Who? yeah. No, it don't matter. No. It don't okay. matter. For sure. It don't matter. Like, uh, cause like like I'm I'm just you know what I'm saying like I'm I I do anything. Okay. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, you know, explore. Yeah, like that yeah. too. Like, like an opportunity to taste some new shit. Mm-hmm. That's the only way that you really get your palate like acclimated is by tasting. tasting so, shit. like, I'm not gonna be like, I don't drink that. I heard some shit about that. Now I'm yeah. like, let me taste. Let me see what the fuck yeah. you're talking about. You know, or like, like I don't taste. It tastes like da 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 da. Let me find out for myself. Mm. Um, but then, like, you know, it depends on how I'm feeling. Like, I might look at the list and be like, oh, y'all got this? Let me get that because I haven't had that in a long time. Gotcha. So it really depends. Like, I'm all over the place. I'm a very, I'm a connoisseur. Like, I, right. I sure. do this. Like so, how you said that. I'm a connoisseur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. That's a good one. Definitely. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Solid. And I challenge yeah. other, other connoisseurs to not place themselves in a box either. Okay. Like, you got to open I'm gonna need. Up. I'm going to need to get... A uh, a drink recommendation list. For oh you. yeah, Facts. okay. I'm gonna need right. that like, definitely. So you know what I'm gonna do for you? I'm gonna make it by moods. It depends Sweet. on like kind of like where you want to go because I like even when guests come in and say like, "Hey, I want you to just make me something," or "What's your best thing on the menu?" I like still have follow up questions yeah. and they okay. go a little bit like, um, "Like how you feeling today?" Like that's what, what it's gonna be yeah. going forward from this podcast going forward. We're gonna call it the Lexus Rule. <laughs> so where we give our guests <laughs> drinks depending upon the mood of the day, but we have oh, to choose the mood, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they just receive the drink oh, yeah. based right. upon her list. That's what we're gonna call. Give it, give it to me. There you go. Okay, that's a good one. All right, I like it. So I'll make this list for you guys. It'll be moody, very vibey. Just give me about four or five. Four or five. We'll do. Cause we, cause we keeping alcohol on deck here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Straight up. So just not today. You can do that, and then maybe we can talk about sponsorships. Cause I mean. You know what I'm saying? If you bringing something on and y'all promoting a situation hey, like that. What hey. you got? What you got? Tell you know, I'm just saying. No, we'll, we'll talk. Right, we'll, we'll talk. get on that off yeah, mic talk. Let's <laughs> get it. Let's get it. I want to educate people more on, more nah, on that sure. because it's out here. They be, you know. For sure. Well, look. Oh, no. We ain't gonna hold you no longer because I definitely milked you for more time than oh, what shit. I know it's you're fine. gonna give. It was good. Definitely, definitely. It was um beautiful. before you depart, please let people know where they could find you, learn yeah. about causing a stir, just anything mm-hmm. pertaining to you. So, I mean, if you wanna like keeping up with Lex, um, you can uh follow me on like Instagram. Um it's at Lex Luga, L E X L U G A. Um, if you are interested in supporting, causing a stir, or getting more involved with what we have going on, some taking some of the classes, workshops, hit up our website. It's um, causingastir.org, causing, C-A-U-S-I-N-G-A-S-T-I-R.org. Um, all of the information is there. Our like social media outlets are on, are on there too. I'm actually looking for some interns or some people that do social media management. Okay. Um, if you all know of anyone, get at us. You can reach out to us on uh, the email. Okay. There. I have a PRs. Sure. Need need that need that because it's lacking a little bit right now. We might now. have to send someone there. Yeah, as we got a, people you as just a representative. Need. Yeah. 
to know the algorithm of Instagram. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I need somebody sometimes. that knows right. that, that can help us with that. I'm working on, like, recruitment campaigns right okay. now for students and stuff like okay. that. I mean, there's a lot of ways to get involved with Causing a Stir if you care about your community. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> if you care about your community and you want um, more um, more contributing people to society, mm-hmm. Right. Take a hospitality class. Okay. It'll teach you a lot, a lot about life and interacting and interpersonal skills that a lot of people don't aren't able to come across. For sure, I yeah. feel that oh, yeah, definitely. So wow. I plan on coming. I plan on coming to one. I actually yeah. signed up for the one before, but I plan on coming okay, to, uh-huh. to your class. That's for yeah, sure. I want to get in there. We're, we're gonna be doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. Be a mixy nigga, putting yeah. shit together. Yeah, yeah. Come on. <laughs> we over at the Bronzeville Incubator on Fifty First and Mixing Prairie. Me. Okay. So that's where we, yeah, we do our, our classes. We got info. some things coming up. Like I say, get in tune with mm, us. Get on yeah. the on, on, hit the website. You'll see all of what we got going I'm on. I'm gonna follow the gram. Reach out to Lex. You can sure. DM yeah. me. I'll give some information. Sure. So yeah, it's time to be y'all. It is. I mean, you're doing the rock right now. You kind of warming. Like, <laughs> you kind of running in place. It's kind of you know what I'm saying. No, you know why? Because I mean, I gotta use the bathroom at night. Oh, oh shit. I mean, okay. I like, Damn, you know, I'm like, that's, like the, that's the pee-pee dance. <laughs> that's the pee-pee dance. <laughs> well, let's get her out of here, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Definitely. Alexis Beautiful. Brown yeah. calling the stir. Yeah. Thank you for coming yeah. to the show. Thank you for having me, y'all. Yeah. Thank no you for having me. No problem. Anytime. And um and y'all niggas already know, man. Yeah. Listen to the shit. Follow her. Bug her. Mm-hmm. Get in tune for those that are interested. And once again, this is the What Up Joe podcast, Chicago's only podcast that matters. Bang. Peace. <laughs>